Welcome to Walker of Worlds podcast. My name is Rachel and this is a podcast where we step behind the veil to take a look at some long lost and little known spooky tales and urban legends. Today's tale isn't so little known anymore, nor is it as long lost, at least not yet. Thanks to recent media reports, this tale has become mainstream and will likely remain there until a perpetrator is caught or until the news cycle, well, cycles through again. About seven miles north of the city of Alberton in the US state of Georgia was an unusual site. This site was located in the middle of nowhere and surrounded by sprawling fields and woodland. From this point, you can see several miles of undulating hills filled with trees. But there was once something else at this point too. Something which caused controversy, conspiracy theories and chatter in the dark, dusty corners of the internet. Nicknamed America's Stonehenge, the Georgia Guidestones were sit for... 16 foot high granite stones. Each one weighed over 19,000 kilos and were designed to withstand any kind of disaster including nuclear warfare. Upon these four stones were 10 guidelines which were intended to be a blueprint for a world ravished by death and disaster. These guidelines were written in English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese and Russian. The languages were chosen because they represented most of humanity, while Hebrew was chosen because of its connection to Judaism and Christianity. According to the monument sponsors, the inscriptions are meant to guide humanity to conserve nature after a nuclear war, which the creators thought was an imminent threat. The inscriptions dealt with four main themes, governance and the establishment of a world government, population and reproduction control, the environment and humankind's relationship to nature and spirituality. The inscription read, 1. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. 2. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. 3. Unite humanity with a living new language. 4. Rule passion, faith, tradition and all things with tempered reason. 5. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. 6. Let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in a world court. 7. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. 8. Balance personal rights with social duties. 9. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. 10. Be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature. But this wasn't all. This strange monument also featured astronomical features, presumably to help those left behind after a nuclear attack. These features included a channel through the stones which indicates the celestial pole, horizontal slot which indicates the annual travel of the sun, and a sunbeam through the capstone which marks noontime throughout the year. A time capsule was also buried at the site, but an explanatory plaque left no explanation of when the capsule should be opened. Unlike the UK Stonehenge, the Guidestones were a modern creation and their creation is as strange as what was written upon them. In June 1979, a man, using the nickname Robert C. Christian, approached the Elberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans and commissioned the structure. Christian explained that the stones would function as a compass, calendar and clock, and should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. The man reportedly used the pseudonym as a reference to the Christian religion. R.C. Christian said that he wanted to build a granite monument that would rival the British Stonehenge, from which he drew inspiration. However, he said that while Stonehenge was impressive, 
it had no message to communicate, which if you've ever done any research on Stonehenge, you will know is completely hogwash, as Stonehenge is believed to act as, yes, a sundial clock, compass and place of worship. But the Guy Stones were created in the late 70s and early 1980s when little would have been known about these theories. Joe Fendley of Alberton Granite believed that Christian was a nut, and he attempted to discourage him by providing a prize quote for the commission which was several times higher than any project which the company had previously undertaken. He said this in explanation that the construction of the Guy Stones would require additional tools and consultations. To Fendley's surprise, Christian accepted the quote. When arranging payment, R.C. Christian claimed that he represented a group which had been planning to construct the Guy Stones for 20 years and that they wanted to remain anonymous. Christian said he had chosen the Albert County because of its abundance of local granite, the rural nature of its landscape, its mild climate and family ties to the religion. The total cost of the project was not revealed, but it was over US$100,000, which in 2021 was equivalent to about $373,000. Christian delivered a scale model of the Guidestones and 10 pages of specifications. The five-acre site was purchased by R.C. Christian from a local farm owner. The owner and his children were given lifetime grazing rights on the Guidestones site. The monument was located off of Georgia State Route 77, around seven miles north of the city of Elberton. On March 22, 1980, the monument was unveiled by Congressman Doug Barnard, before an audience of between 200 and 300 people. At the unveiling, the Master of Ceremonies read a message to the gathered audience. In order to avoid debate, we the sponsors of the Georgia Guidestones have a simple message for human beings, now and for the future. We believe our precepts are sound and that they must stand on their own. Christian later transferred ownership of the land and the Guidestones to Elbert County. By 1981, barbed wire fencing had to be erected around the monument to keep cattle out, as they had been using it as a scratching post. A man who identified himself as Robert Christian published a book titled Common Sense Renewed in 1986, which described the ideology of the Guidestones. The author wrote, I am the originator of the Georgia Guidestones and the sole author of its inscriptions. I have had the assistance of a number of other American citizens in bringing the monument into being. We have no mysterious purpose or ulterior motives. We seek common sense pathways to a peaceful world without bias for particular creeds or philosophies. Now, I love this stuff. I love these places that you find while wandering across the internet or through a new town. But something about the Guidestones has always sat uncomfortably with me. Maybe it's because I've grown up in a world where tolerance and acceptance has always been a big deal and has only grown in recent years and decades. To me, the Guidestones have always felt a little <sighs> preachy and cultish. Other people obviously have linked them to the right wing, which when you read over the guidelines you can see, as well as many people have pointed out the suggestion of eugenics, as well as several other questionable practices. However, this didn't stop me using the Guidestones as a plot point in a book, so there is that. As you can imagine, many conspiracy theories arose around the Guidestones, including a link to the New World Order and Satanism, as well as a number of right-wing theories, which I refuse to get into because that's not why we're here. We're about the strange and bizarre stories that are often hidden in plain sights. Other theories claim that the Guidestones were built for if a global pandemic such as COVID-19 took over. R.C. Christian's identity has remained a mystery ever since the construction of the stones, and we can only presume that he is now deceased. Several people claim to have revealed his identity, including the 2015 documentary Dark Clouds Over Alberton, the true story of the Georgia Guidestones. The makers of the documentary interviewed White Martin, a banker who was involved in the financial arrangements for the construction of the monument and was reputed to be the only person who knew Robert Christian's real identity. 
the documentarians persuaded Martin to show them some of his correspondence with Christian, allowing them to see a postmark and a return address revealing that Christian had written from a certain house in Fort Dodge, Iowa, as well as a piece of mail that had been sent to Christian, care of a certain Mr. Merriman. Martin showed them a letter, a letter dated the 14th of July 1998, in which Christian wrote that he was then 78 years old, and he also stated that Christian had last written to him in around the year 2001. After they contacted the publisher, Common Sense Renewed, the filmmakers learned that it had been published by a man named Robert Merriman, who passed away on the 8th of March 1992. On the basis of patent applications and political campaign finance disclosures, they, they identified a physician named Herbert Heinze Kirsten, who died in June 10th, 2005, as the owner of the house with the return address, at least from 1981 to 2001. The name Kirsten is a low, low German variant of Christian. A nephew of Merriman, Kurt Wilk, told the filmmakers that Merriman and Kirsten had been friends. Kirsten was described in an obituary as a naturalist who was very involved in environmental and world populations issues. And a local historian, William Siles Doan, told the filmmakers that Kirsten had been fairly well known in the community for his views about population control. However, this tale ended in 2022. On July 6, 2022, at approximately 4am, an explosion destroyed one of the Guidestone slabs. While they were designed to withstand a 1980s nuclear blast, they weren't designed to have explosives directly strapped to them and detonated. The rest of the monument was, monument was dismantled later in the day due to the structural integrity having been damaged. As of yet, the time capsule hasn't been found, and if it has, the contents haven't been revealed. And so came to an end the conspiracy of a strange 42-year-old monument built in the middle of Georgia. And so begins a new tale as people try and work out who destroyed the stones and why. Presumably the land which the stones stood on will now either be repurposed or returned to the original owners. The road which the stones stood on, aptly named Guidestone Road, will also presumably be renamed. If you're in the area, go and take a look because the view does look pretty cool. You can find the spot the Guidestone stood on just off of Highway 77. And of course, you can still currently see them on Google Maps. If you enjoy this podcast, please do feel free to subscribe and turn on notifications. If you, like, if you like books that are a little weird and a little out there, please do check out my website at www.roswellpublishing.co.uk. And until next time, stay spooky. Music.